Hello, hello, and welcome back to Power Up and Game. That's right, we are back from our holiday break, and I am joined once again, as always, with Taylor. Taylor, how's it going, buddy? I am doing fantastic, man. Uh, I am refreshed from our holiday break. I had a few projects that I worked on during the break that will be posting on TNS Network over the next several months. It was a lot of fun to collaborate with people both on this team and from outside this team with uh, Clash at the Stash, which is going to be returning next week on Wednesday. January 11th so I'm very excited for that how was your break though my break was pretty relaxing uh over our holiday break I actually became affiliated on uh on twitch which was a big big goal for me I saw Uh, that on twitch uh not twitch I saw that on discord (laughs) you posted that that's awesome man yeah and you all know that too if you join our discourse just saying we're getting plugs in early it's like yeah. it's been out a few I'm, weeks. Yeah, you gotta I'll promote things. Yeah. Uh also I came back over the weekend from another convention. I know I the last time I said I was done, but they keep popping up and I kept going to them, which is pretty cool. And met a couple of old friends from a con that I met in the past. So yeah, for me it was uh it's pretty it was, it was nice. It was it was the break I needed. Uh it, it allowed me to recharge, just like you said. And I'm ready to get back into this. Same here. Well, already, in that case, without further ado, let's check what's on the docket for today. Naughty Dog shows off concept art for their multiplayer The Last of Us project. And Neil Druckmann talks about a potential third installment in the franchise. Redfall is reportedly planning a May release window. Konami teases more announcements this year for well-known franchises. And we are kicking off the show with our main topic. Taylor, go ahead and take it away. Don't mind if I do, Michael. And real quick, we do want to say that you can find sources for all the topics we're going over today down in the description of this very episode. We do that to give out proper credit. And if anybody listening wants to go over the topics we're talking about themselves, And all that kind of stuff. So let's just go ahead and get into our main topic today. 10 games that should get a revival, remake, or a sequel. Even though we have returned from our holiday break, it doesn't seem that the video game industry really has. At least when it comes to huge gaming news. With Konami potentially announcing more projects for well-known franchises this year, it kind of got us thinking. What game or game franchises do we think should get a revival? Or better yet, what awesome game deserves a sequel? And that's our main topic today. We'll be sharing our list of 10 games that we think should either get a revival, remake, or should get a respectable sequel, along with our reasonings as to why we picked them. Keep in mind, our lists are in no particular order. And both of us have zero idea on what the other's list looks like. So we might have a little bit of an overlap there. So Michael, how about you go ahead and start us off with the first pick on your list. What game or game franchise should get a revival, a remake, or a sequel? Uh, To be honest, for me, this is more of a revival. Army of Two. Uh, For anybody who hasn't played Army of Two back on the PS360 days, 
it was EA's co-op attempt, a multi co-op multiplayer attempt uh, at doing like what felt like a single player story. You can play with AI, you can play with a buddy from beginning to very end. Uh, it was just you and another and another soldier who just went around wrecking havoc because you turned to mercs. Um, I forget the name of the two characters. Oh, Rios and Salem. Two off-the-wall characters who just swore a lot, smacked each other around, talked crap, and just had a great friendship uh, and uh, camaraderie about them. And honestly, I would like to see EA, since they want to do multiplayer stories, like they did with Anthem, unfortunately. I think Army 2 would be a good way for them to come back to that and be like, okay, you and a buddy, uh, y'all could team up online, offline, and... You know, you can wreck havoc and have fun, especially on the Frostbite engine. I think it could work uh, since it was made for a battlefield that I think uh, Army of Two could take advantage of that and keep it simple and stupid. Because that's, that's what it was. Army of Two and Army of Two, uh, Devil's Cartel, the only sequel that game ever, ever got. Um, it was dumb fun. It was turn your brain off. Who cares? You paid 50, 60 bucks for this. You're not here for a deep story or whatever. I would like to see EA come back with the uh, Army of Two revival. That's a good pick. I remember, I think it was Army of Two had like a demo or something. I remember playing and it was a lot of fun. Um, I know that that game does have a little bit of a following, if I remember correctly. And it does feel like that game is due for some type of revival, especially in 2022 where... Games are getting revived. Games are becoming more multiplayer focused. It kind of feels like it would be right up EA's alley. EA published it, right? I think you mentioned yeah, that earlier. Yeah, yeah, they uh, developed and published it. I forget which one of their studios actually developed it, but yeah, it was it was a, a EA and it was an in-house EA project. As for my first pick, this is a revival, a remake, or a sequel, whichever one you want to do. And it's something that's potentially happening, and we'll probably talk about it here later in the show. And that's Metal Gear Solid. I just want to see this franchise back. All right, I would love to see Kojima at the helm of Metal Gear Solid. I don't know if that'll ever happen, <laughs> but I just want to see something from this franchise and... Please, for the love of God, don't let Metal Gear Survive be the last thing that is released regarding to this franchise. Because that is just, it's a shame. It's a damn shame. Metal Gear Solid, a remake would be awesome. Metal Gear Solid 3 would be another great remake choice. Or doing another sequel or some kind of a revival for the franchise. It's just, you can't let it die. This is just one of those franchises that is just impacted gaming in such a way. And I think in 2023 and beyond, we might see this franchise get brought back. Okay, uh, Metal Gear Solid, really? Like, okay, would you want them to go back to, like... Are you asking, like, would I prefer a sequel, or, like, what, what would no, I prefer? No, I'm asking, like, well, I'm asking, like, if Konami does this, they're obviously going to do, like, the remake uh, side, because yeah. that's what's hot right now. So would you want them to go back to, like, the very first Metal Gear and, like, build it from, instead of being, like, a top-down, make it like it was with uh, Twin Snakes? I'd prefer them remake Twin Snakes over anything. Twin Snakes is probably my favorite Metal Gear game. 
I think, so, I think that's everybody's favorite right there. <laughs> Everybody really loved Twin Snakes. I I just get this feeling, and this is we're going to talk about it later with these reports, that if they do a remake, it will be Metal Gear 3, which is awesome. I love Metal Gear 3. Snake Eater is one of the better Metal Gear games, arguably number two on my list. But Twin Snakes is clearly at the top for me. It's not even a debate for me. Personally, so that's the one I would prefer, and that's probably what I would prefer to happen, anyways. I don't really trust Konami by themselves for the sequel or any kind of <laughs> like main revival without Kojima at the helm of it. So, right. you doing a remake where you can't really fuck it up as long as you do it justice in terms of making it modern for the modern consoles, I think yeah. that would be perfect. And really open up the door for people who never get the chance to play this franchise uh, as kids. Because I feel like we were really the last generation to play because of the GameCube and everything. And the PS2. And now I think kids are growing up and the only thing they really had to play was Metal Gear Solid 5 and Survive. Which, I'm sorry. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid 5 (laughs) is great, but Survive really brings it down. But uh, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Uh, as for me, I know I'm, I'm, I'm of course going back to uh, these niche games, but I would actually like to see Blinks the Time Sweeper come back. I would like to see a revival of that, uh, mostly because I thought it was adorable, it was fun, and it was it was a platforming puzzler. Okay, uh, you 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 were you played this cat with this vacuum cleaner that's able to sweep up time or something, and one day these pigs uh tried to steal uh time from different places and they kind of broke it and it released all these time monsters and these time monsters were going to destroy this realm this just this world and the only way to save the other multiverses or whatever uh they had to shut off the world and let it die blinks who instantly falls in love with this female character out of nowhere risk his life to go in and save this one world that can save that entire realm. It was such a silly looking game that it only worked back in the day. Like you said, these kids, like all they have is like, like all these serious games. Back on the original Xbox and PlayStation 2, we had all kinds of weird off the wall kind of looking games that if you- They weren't all hits, today, mind you. Not they, all They hits. weren't. And a lot of misses. Probably yeah. a lot more than people think and oh, probably no. reminisce upon. But yeah, at no, the same time, so yeah, many. it was yeah. a wide variety. And there is now, but and, I don't and know. They were it might just be yeah. a little bit of us looking back and just pulling the back in my day stuff. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, the problem is, like, with, with this, it was totally a Japanese game. Uh, Microsoft published it. It was back when they really wanted new IPs and they really were trying to get people's attention with the Xbox. They were. Doing all kinds of so twenty twenty three blinks, like they're trying to do now. I think, <laughs> but back then they actually released games. So you know that that was the big difference. The games they talked about actually got released. Uh but yeah, Blinks the Time Sweeper. I would love it. Got a sequel. It had a Blinks too, with that they tried to add in co op. Um, but yeah, I would like to see Blinks come back. I would like to see it get revived. I can't mention too much about Blinks because I never played that franchise, but at the same time, oh, so much fun. what I find so funny is you mentioned that it had to do with some, I don't know how much time travel, but it, you mentioned time being included in it, and that yeah, yeah. 
is interesting because there's some time travel involved in my second pick. And that's a game from Raven Software that I would love to see a remake from called Singularity. I really enjoy Singularity as a game. I mentioned in the past on this podcast a lot of times, like, oh man, I wish Raven Software would get another chance to make a game. And the reason why is because of Singularity. I love the like time manipulation little, I guess it's kind of like a gimmick kind of thing, but you could like, age a crate you can de-age crates de-age like enemies and turn them into mutants and stuff like that which i thought was really cool there's all sorts of special weapons that are really awesome as well like there's a gun that you literally can steer the bullets and that's it was just a really fun game with this call of duty like you can see some roots of call of duty there it's an activision title so like you can see it there and you're like man this is really cool it's a single player story has a lot of time travel. I'm a sucker for time travel. I think the story could have been better. And I think if you do a remake, you could probably do better with its story. But at the same time, even though I say like the story could have been better, I find the whole concept of what they were doing and some of the story to be quite interesting. That said, I am basically remembering a game that I played back in ninth grade about 12 13 years ago so (laughs) no into about 2010 (laughs) so i mean i might be misremembering some of the story and thinking of it a little worse but i i think a remake is definitely something people would be interested in if done right and i think raven software getting a second chance at this franchise would be ideal because they're great. I, I really like Raven Software as a developer. It's unfortunate now that people just see them as, oh, they're the support studio who works on Warzone. When I think they could be so much better. What is your next pick? <laughs> okay, so did you have the original Xbox? I didn't. I went on to the Xbox brand with 360. With the 360, okay. And then I just pretty much kind of faked my way through like, oh, yeah. Halo 2, <laughs> fuck yeah, I love Halo 2. I played it all the time through middle school and high school, just faking my way through. Yeah, I've been an Xbox fan forever. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so here's the, here's the deal. There was this old party game that was just supremely messed up. It made no sense, but me and my brothers played the ever-living daylights out of it called Whacked. W-H-A-C-K-E-D. It was a party game that took place in a talk, not a talk show, but a game show that had these weird contestants all battling it out to win this grand prize. The grand prize being, you know, whatever they wanted. Uh, But the problem is with this game was that it's like you and I was talking about earlier where like they had all kind of like back in the day had all these weird creatures and ideas and stuff. There was this demonic bunny-looking thing, this weird cartoonish thing. Like, his head didn't really, like, fit. It kind of, like, there was, like, a string that attached his bottom and top half. Uh, There's another one where there was this, some penguin duck thing with glasses. All kinds of weird, whacked-out, no pun intended characters. And it had a story somehow. And, and all it, it you was never want to hear up. that by the way about a game 
when you're talking about it and like, yeah, how weird it was. And it had a story somehow. It was just such an offhanded remark. Yeah, that's the, that's the weird thing. Like, you're having fun with this game. You're like, it's just another, it's just another uh, party game. And when you're finished, they have a boss fight. Like, they're like, surprise plot twist. This is what was actually going on. You're like, wait, <laughs> wait, you mean this whole thing isn't what I thought it was? That's actually really cool. And my brothers and I, we played the daylight of that game. Even after we finished every character's story and got the grand prize, we would still play it over and over again because it was just so fun. And I would like to see Wack come back. Phil, if you are listening, if, if somehow this, th- th- this reaches you, bring back Wack. All right, because it's an Xbox, uh, it's an Xbox Studio game. I, I love how not only did were you like if Phil Spencer is somehow listening to Power Up and Game, <laughs> you didn't even like say his complete name. You were like Phil. You're on a first name basis, <laughs> Phil. If you were listening, Phil, my good man, if you're listening, please. And this thing, this thing, this thing is over 20 years old. It came back. It came out back in like 2002. It was on the original Xbox. It's time to bring it back, man. I, I would like to see I, I like to see the party game genre like make a return beyond just uh, you don't know Jack you know I want to <laughs> see fun stupid party games like whacked again like I want to like Nintendo can't be the only one doing it with Mario Party all right people I'm I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need everybody else to do something different I'm gonna need y'all to come back and 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 bring this genre of gaming back please especially now that everybody's doing multiplayer I know this is off topic but. You know, Elon, if you're listening, I have a few ideas for Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know who ears is going to reach. So, let's. I'm I'm taking a shot. All right. So, I can't really say too much about this, unfortunately. Again, I apologize there, but it does sound like you mentioned that all these platforms should have a Mario Party like game, and I or think that is a really yeah. good idea. There was a lot of party games that Xbox tried over the years. The one that comes to mind for me is, you remember back in the 360 days, when they started really getting into multiplayer, and Xbox Live Party started, and all that stuff, they created the new dashboard, and one of the things they did is I think every week they'd have 1 versus 100. Man, 1 versus 100 was actually really cool. Cause you I know, I kind of like it too. <laughs> Man, Microsoft just gives up on things a little too. Well, Xbox gives up yeah. on things a little too soon, uh, especially now that everything is trying to be social. Yeah, now's a good time to bring that back or something similar. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get to is while One Versus One Hundred was based on an actual game show and they didn't really execute it all that well, and it, while I found enjoyment out of it, they then also scrapped it. It just said screw it. It's not working. And while they could bring something like that back. I think something like you're mentioning, bringing in a party game that would be like a Mario Party would be a great idea as well. But as for my third pick, this is probably the, I think it's the most, yeah, it's the most recent game on my list. And that is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I need a sequel. Wait, what? I need a sequel out of this. And the reason why I'm saying this is because this, the original game, released I believe back in 2021 it was amazing from a narrative perspective characterizations graphics were stellar the gameplay I think is I don't think it's ever hated but there has to be like not no no game is perfect right 
And the mm-hmm. one thing Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't great at was sometimes the gameplay itself got a little mundane. And I think yeah, yeah. with everything else being so good, that was the thing everybody did latch on to for the con of it. Was like, yeah, yeah, the gameplay. So I think that's a little overheated. Although I get it. I 100% get it. The gameplay can be a bit mundane. And the reason it's on my list, though, is because of everything that went down with Square Enix last year and Idios Montreal, and just not knowing what the state of these games are going to be going forward. Uh, Idios Montreal, they had a, they got a lot of shit when the game was yeah. first announced. And I'm just so glad that they released uh, just home run of a game. Yeah, and unfortunately I was one of those people because uh, the game that came up before it, Marvel's Avengers mm-hmm. left such a sour taste in everybody's mouth. It was just like, yeah, I don't know if I could trust Square Enix again. Uh, as for me, I'm going actually from the 360 days. I know a lot of Xbox stuff because I really want Microsoft to use some of their IPs. Like they have some great IPs that they just leave, leave dormant. Blue Dragon. It was a cool RPG. Again, it was a JRPG. Uh, again, back when. Uh, Microsoft slash Xbox was trying to get uh, Japanese developers on board. They were trying to sell the 360 out in Japan. Uh, they were really trying to push to have new IPs and to get the Xbox brand out there beyond just Halo and Gears, because uh, Gears were starting to take over at that point uh, on the 360. And they were really trying to diversify their portfolio and getting more people in people who like first person shooters who like racers who like sports who like rpgs they were trying to get those people and blue dragon oh my goodness that thing was awesome it was actually uh had character designs by uh toriyama from uh from dragon ball fame akira toriyama and, yeah I, I always remember the, the toriyama part I, I don't know why <laughs> uh but yeah, I uh, always remember Toriyama. Man, I know it's Akira, but I always remember Toriyama. But anyway, uh, it was done by Miss Walker, who I don't think is around anymore. Miss Walker and Artoon. I don't, I don't know if either one of them is around anymore. Um, but it was back when Microsoft was really trying to get the Japanese developers on board. It's like, hey, your games can sell on here. It was cool. In fact, Microsoft made such a big push for this thing. Not only did Blue Dragon get an anime adaptation, but also had a manga, I believe. Like, how many Xbox games do you, can you say got an anime and a manga? And it had a pseudo-sequel slash remake. I forget what it, I forget what it was. Uh, but Blue Dragon actually came out on the Nintendo DS. That's, that's, I don't know how that worked out. I don't know if Microsoft relinquished the rights, but I think they still own it. Uh, but yeah, Blue Dragon was awesome it was one of those games that i felt try a little too hard to be old school jrpg while also trying to be modern uh but i like the look of the of the, of the whole thing i like the uh the uh monsters that you can uh that you can use in battle i thought it was a cool idea i would like to see blue dragon come back as a revival not a sequel a revival because everybody needs to play the first one I never played it, but that game, I remember back in the day hearing mixed opinions on it. Yeah, it was very so. mixed. Because like I said, it tried too hard to be like the old old school RPG, but also wanted to be like, it also wanted to cater to like modern gamers. 
and yeah. it was it was it was it was iffy because there was a lot of backtracking and the pseudo open so, hey, world that they had. That doesn't matter though because a revival could open the door for fixes for everything that you mentioned there, and possibly a new audience that would love some of those things that they tried to implement. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I, I would love for it to come back. And yeah, also uh, yeah, bring back Toriyama. Let him let him do some more uh, kids designs because it was distinctly his kids design. And yeah, it, it, I thought it was pretty cool. And I would actually like to find the anime. I'm 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 gonna see if I can find it and check that out. As for my next pick, this one's more of a it'll never happen, but. You know, it's the state of the sports game franchise or the sports game genre. Uh, and that is NFL 2K. NFL 2K5. Oh, I know man. this is a this is a take you hear all the time with sports fans. But NFL 2K5 remains the best football game ever made. Uh, it's better than modern Madden games. And that is really sad. <laughs> it is really sad. The halftime shows with Chris Berman is something I think about when reminiscing about the 2K franchise. The presentation of it is spectacular. I love the, I think it had a first person mode where you like you were looking through the helmet and you could see. Oh, yeah. like, that was really cool. Well, Madden tried that once. Yeah, but I don't think they did it as well as 2K did. <laughs> but also the main reason I put this on the list is because of... Madden NFL and that's because it is the only simulated football game out there and I think competition makes things better so having some form of competition in a simulated football setting would be great for that genre of video games to be fair EA is the holder of the second best football game ever made and that might be a a little tease for something else on my list what about uh, what about like uh, uh, who was it? The football quarter, the uh, NFL quarterback club. Remember that franchise? Duh, not really. Yeah, see that, that 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 went back further than the Xbox days. I think that was the kind of stuff that was on like the Super NES and no the N sixty four and uh. Oh, I, I definitely don't. PlayStation. See, I didn't get into football and football games until like the PS two. And GameCube and oh, okay. that whole era, so yeah. like that was with the Nintendo sixty four. I was like, I think I was five six ish. So I was okay. playing Legend of Zelda, Star Fox, yeah. uh, Mario, all those things. And then I got into the PS two and started playing Madden and NCAA and all that. Eventually, throughout the years, would play NFL two K. Yeah. Uh. So. So. Yeah. That was before you got into it. I think that franchise was gone by uh after the sixty four slash PlayStation one days. Um. But for me, my next pick, I I think I actually talked about it before on this uh on this podcast. It's another JRPG, Eternal Sonata. Uh. It never really. You have talked about this before. Actually, I remember that. I really like this game, and I really, I, re- I would really like to see it. Come back. Hold on, I think I remember you because I did not know about it, and you were like, "Hey, look it up real quick." And while you were talking about, it, I was looking, at it, I was like, "Yeah, I can see why you like it. Like, I'm, it's not really my genre, but it, it looked very interesting to me." Yeah, it was, it was a beautiful game. Uh, it had 
the typical JRPG uh, character archetype, but it was just it's so beautiful. Uh, the story was actually wasn't that bad, um, and you, 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 I like I like the combat. I think that was the biggest thing. I like the uh, the real time slash free flow combat that they had, where you could move around freely, and there was a timer um, that every time you step, it would go down, uh, but it would let you plan things out. And if you were able to get an attack off before that timer ended, you had enough time, depending on how fast you can do it, enough time to do another attack. And the opponents were able to do the same, only instead of an RNG dictating if something hit, it actually gave you a chance to block and counter. And I love when you're, I love when RPGs let you do that. Give me some control on defense and offense. Like, please don't let the game choose. If, oh man, you're doing so good. Guess what? The enemy did a critical hit. You're now poison slash sleep. Oh, well, that's, this is so much fun. But yeah, Eternal Sonata, look it up. It was such a great game. Uh, it started off as a 360 exclusive and eventually came to the PlayStation 3. Uh, but yeah, Eternal Sonata. I don't need a sequel. I don't even need a revival. A remake is perfect. If you just did a remake of that and do it, I'll be perfectly fine with that. God, I'm getting such a case of deja vu right now. (laughs) (laughs) But as for my fifth pick, I'm going to go with a sequel to one of my favorite arcade games ever made. And that is, you know, I'm going to go ahead and make this statement. One of my favorite games ever made. Like, it was just so funny. That is Castle Crashers. The behemoth knocked this motherfucker out the ballpark. I was addicted to that game. Uh, this game is so replayable. Yeah. It's one of, even now, I think it's so replayable. Just like, oh, I haven't played it in a few years. You know what? I'll hop on there. And then you just find yourself playing through the story. The story is so, it's challenging, but easy to get into at the same time. Like, getting that blend is so hard, I think, for video games. And Castle Crashers pulls it off to perfection. The story is great. The art style is great. The characters themselves are really, like, I love the, you think about it, you you still have all the same attacks. It just looks different, and it kind of, like, it is a little different. But I love the way that all the characters feel different. And, uh, yeah, man, this just... I don't want to spoil too much about it if no. anybody hasn't played it. Yeah, but no, that game was the behemoth really did great. There's even an alien hominid, a big Easter egg in there. That's right. Oh my goodness! So wow. that was really cool. Blast from the past. And yeah. that's Becca. I remember playing that game back on Newground. <laughs> back when it was a flash game. And then it was like, oh yeah, it's coming to console. I was like, I'm buying this. Like, yeah, it went from a free game that you played on on your browser. Uh, it was a free Flash game it was on Newgrounds. And when it came to console, it was a huge deal. It was like, yeah, this is gonna be great. Uh, a bunch of indie games from the internet are now gonna be playable on like Xbox and PlayStation. And it happened. But oh man, it was such a big deal back then. Like now, it's you know, yeah, we expect it to happen. But back then. Yo, well, I think back then it also it gave I don't I guess credibility is the best way to put it because it to me and the people I talked to back in the day with 
the Xbox Arcade and all that stuff. Castle Crashers was like the game out of that yeah. list. That was the big game that was like, no, this is up there with some of the best like non-ending games out there. Yeah, and if anything, uh, I think that was a game that introduced a lot of people to Newgrounds. Like it, it just became so popular. I think that that was a game that like a lot of people, like I don't know what Newground is, and they heard about this game and they went looking for it, like out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is awesome. I love. <laughs> There's one mission at the very end where you're just fighting through multiple bosses, and some of them are like villains you've faced before. And what I love about one of the bosses is it's just some random like toolbox that paints. And you never saw that character. You've never <laughs> seen the character throughout the story. Like, you don't know what it is doing there. But you're having to face it and then defeat the paintings it creates. Just awesome game all around. Absolutely. Yeah. As for me, uh, this one goes, this one's another RPG. I, I think I'm going on a theme here with some of like, a lot of the games that I would like to see come back. Jade Empire. It was a cool RPG from Bioware back when uh, they were doing all kinds of, of, of new stuff before they got stuck with just doing um, Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Uh, they tried doing a Sonic game, which I actually thought was kind of cool. It needed work, but I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, but Jade Empire, such an awesome RPG. Oh my goodness. Uh, you played as a martial artist who. You know, it's kind of weird to do a story because it, like, goes off to this huge thing. Uh, but you get to master um, all these different styles, like, like something that, like, re- revolves around uh, elements. You know, you had ice, you had fire, wind, and earth. And you only, you not only were you able to use your hands with these elements, but certain weapons could also embody these uh, elements. And... It was just so cool to be able to do martial arts in a fantasy world where then where one point you're fighting golems and the next you're fighting ghosts and what feels like wizards or something or social sorcerers. It was just so crazy. But yes, uh, Jade Empire is an EA game. They 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 haven't done anything with this franchise in forever. Honestly, hold on. Let me look up. See. When it came out, it was again back on the original Xbox. No, it was published by Microsoft, so Microsoft owns the rights to this game. That's even worse. Well, I, I think it was e- the whole back in that back when it owned Bioware. Yeah, and that was yeah. also with the first Mass Effect for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably where I got mixed up because uh, EA eventually took over Mass Effect. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Microsoft again. See, they're 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 sitting on these gold mines of IPs. Microsoft like, make these games and profit. Yeah, <laughs> bring these back. It came back came out back in two thousand five, and I highly doubt Bioware would say no to redoing Jade Empire. And I'm sure EA like, okay, yeah, sure. Love you. You you're gonna put it on Game Pass. Let us put it on EA Play as well. Like, bring it back, Microsoft. Phil. Here you go, man. Do 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 me this solid. Bring back Jade Empire. I never played Jade Empire, but it's a Bioware game, Bioware RPG from back in the day. So I'm just gonna assume it's awesome. Because <laughs> yes, no, that's no, no, how it goes. Was. I, well, it was that's, so cool. It's kind of Bioware's MO. 
back in the day. I'm not saying like they can't get back to that now. I think they definitely have the talent to do that, and I hope they will with Dragon Age and Mass Effect. But there's a reason Bioware had that reputation for such a long time, and it's because of the Mass Effects, the Jade Empires, the KOTORs. Yep. Yeah, those 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 were the things that had everybody like remembering Bioware's name, and to see them fall so hard, it's just hey, they'll rise back up like a phoenix, and make two fantastic games. And two, <laughs> Jade Empire could be one of them. Well, three fantastic games. Is that really? <laughs> hey man, I'm not a big Dragon Age fan. I'm pulling for dragon age just for that fan base yeah yeah i I hope dragon age and the new mass effect does well because while i don't really care for dragon age i played them uh especially inquisition uh i think i played dragon age 2 i don't remember um but i have a friend who loves dragon age and she wants dragon age to be good so damn bad i was like yeah for as bad as mass effect fans including myself are like we gotta get this franchise back on track i feel like dragon age fans are just far more in the dumps <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they yeah, probably no. have every right to be yeah they're, they're the redheaded stepchild <laughs> it was those poor those, those those poor people but uh yeah there you go for me Jade empire bring it back microsoft all right so i have two troll picks on my list uh oh. one of these i'm kind of half trolling with it but some of it is kind of earnest and that is a proper sequel to overwatch because Overwatch 2, as much as I love Overwatch, and to be honest, Overwatch 2, it's not a proper sequel. It's Overwatch 1.5. What yeah. are we doing here? Like, I know it's yeah. free to play, but what are we doing here? Like, I mean... They took away the first game from people like myself who bought it full price, day one. And were like, well, yeah, you paid for it, but... Here's a free-to-play version where you can keep buying the game you just bought over and over and over again. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, free-to-play is probably, for the multiplayer aspect, where the franchise should have went, considering what Overwatch is. And that makes a lot of sense. But just in terms of, we still haven't gotten a single-player story. That was the whole purpose of an Overwatch too. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a big thing. Like, oh, you get PVE now. Oh, finally, we get a story mode. They're adding all these characters, and they're creating all this lore that I'm like, man, this is very interesting. If you do something with it, other than yeah. making videos and putting it in guides, I just put it into a narrative of some sort. You got something really cool right there, and they refuse to do it, apparently, and they just, they're happy doing what they're doing now, which is fine. It's incredibly successful, but the sad part is, is I think it could be more successful if they made a proper sequel to it. You're asking too much. I guess my rant is over what's your next <laughs> you, you know, uh, I don't even care as a troll pick because, you know, that was one of the things I was thinking well, about. Was that, like, that's what I was like. I'll, I'm kind of half trolling here because Everwatch 2 is technically a sequel. But is it really, though, is what I kept thinking when I was making yeah, this list. Yeah, I, yeah, when you said proper sequel, I was with you. I'm like, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely correct because this, this one is not even a proper sequel. And the only reason I think it got pushed out so soon is because of all the stuff that was going on at Blizzard. Everybody's you know, all the big wigs getting in trouble. They're like, "Oh, screw that! Hey, we need this uh, money maker now." 
Uh, but as for me, my next pick, I want this for once people, I'm not doing a revive, I'm not doing a remake. It's the same, I'm actually talking about a sequel. I want Titanfall 3. You son of a bitch. You know what? I'm gonna go and spoil <laughs> one of mine. Mine's I have one of my picks being uh I'm just gonna go into my next one and then you can go into your spiel. So we're not confused here. Okay. So my next pick is going to be Titanfall 2, a revival or a sequel. So that pretty much means Ooh, Titanfall 3. No, so, you want a sequel. Uh, go ahead and get into it. Uh, so, yeah, I think you and I are both just going to be able we're going to be on the same thing. Uh, Titanfall was awesome. Yes, Apex is, is, is brilliant. Yes, it's fun. Well, it was. And yes, it's making the money. But you know you guys can do more than one game at a time, right? Like, you don't have to do a full-blown uh, 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 a reboot. You don't have to incorporate Titanfall into Apex. You can keep them separate, even though they're in the same world. Give us Titanfall three. You had something with Titanfall one, and you upped the ante with the story of Titanfall two, which was just so awesome that you didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, uh, what, what was the name of the robot that you had? BT. BT was awesome, and the way they tried to make him. From just a machine that's calculating to a machine that became your buddy was awesome. The time warp mechanic they had in there that while we've seen it before in video games was just super cool in this one. The wall running, the way the guns felt great, the shooting felt great, the AI was wonky, but you know, it, it was just to make you feel like this pilot that was just so much smarter and more agile and more battle hardened than everybody else. So I understood why the AI in this in this game wasn't the best. But when you go up against other pilots, Oh man, it was winner takes all with that one. I want a Titanfall three. I want a sequel. I want to see what happens next. I want if you want to add in some of the characters from Apex Legends into Titanfall three, I'm completely okay with that. Just please, I want more of actual Titanfall. Apex has done well. It's been here for a few years. Enough already. Titanfall three. No revival. No reboot. A full blown sequel. Please. Yeah, I'm right there with you, except I did have Revival or a sequel, because as much as I enjoyed it, I didn't enjoy it as much as a lot of other people did, just because I didn't get into it as much. I really enjoyed Titanfall 2. Unfortunately, Titanfall 2 released at the absolute worst time. EA fucked over this franchise. And the reason why... Is because it released close to Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Call of Duty Black Ops 3, not a good game. I understand. But it's Call of Duty is going to say. Call of Duty. Yep. And it also released. See, it would be fine if it just released there. Because, you know, it's Activision. They can't help that. But then, it also released, I believe, very close to Battlefield 1. It was there yes. Battlefield 1 or Hardline? One of the two. It, was, it, it released was, next it was to... Bad. It was Battlefield 1. It was Battlefield 1. So at least right next to that, to which, even back then, I remember going, why would EA put out two games within like a three-week period? That seems like the dumbest thing in the world. And guess what, Michael? You know the answer to this. Yeah. It was a dumb decision because Titanfall 2 fucking flopped. And it they, had they no sabotage. Right yeah, they sabotaged their own game twice. It had no right to flop. This game is great all around. And in fact, the only reason we even got Apex Legends is because uh, the studio that made it, they did it without EA's input, and it made money. And all of a sudden, he was like, oh, yeah, 
These guys are actually pretty good. Yeah, no shit. You should have known that with Titanfall one and two. But you want to release them? You want? They, you, but you treat it like it was a throwaway release. And now Apex Legend is making you money. And now you put the guy who's in charge of the Titanfall universe in charge of uh, what do you put him in charge of? Are you talking about? Uh, I think it's Battlefield. It's Battlefield. Yes, you put him in charge of the Battlefield franchise. Yes, I was which was their moneymaker, ironically. Yep. So. It's funny how it works out. I definitely agree, man. And that while, again, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Titanfall 2 when it comes to getting all into it and playing for days on end, it was a damn fun game, and the concept of it is still so interesting to me that you can just have the customization with the Titan. You get out of the Titan, all that stuff, the different game modes. Like it, You look at Call of Duty and Battlefield and all these multiplayer shooters, and especially now in 2022, you can look at all these games and BRs and go, it's a lot of, while I'm having fun with it, you look at it, you're like, it's a lot of the same, though. Titanfall yeah. did feel different just because the gimmick of it. The yeah, Titan that wall, of it, the, the wall the run, Titans too. The wall yeah, run, yeah. yeah. Those two things gave Titanfall that extra step up over really anything else. To make it stand out. And while it didn't always hit, I thought Titanfall 1 could have been a lot better. It's still interesting enough to keep going back to the well. It wasn't like after 2 flopped, they shouldn't have just scrapped it entirely. Like there's so much money to be made there, I think. Yeah. And they're just refusing to go back to it. And that just, it astounds me. Because Apex Legends is making them so much money. Well, I I know also Respawn's. Respawn, one of my favorite developers, and they are just busy. I understand that, but at the same time, yeah, I still think you should find a way to get Titanfall 3 or basically a revival of Titanfall and call it something else going off the ground because, <laughs> well, I'm not saying like call it something other than Titanfall, but like I guess yeah, it would be no. a re- remake of Titanfall in a way and give it a story and all that stuff. But yeah. I don't know. This franchise has more to give than just two games, and then okay, we're making Apex now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really, I really do hope that they do bring back Titanfall properly. I, I would like a sequel. All right. So with that, so that gets so that's pretty much a two for one. Or so I guess it's my turn again. Yep, it's your turn again. All right now. I know we're back at EA again. EA also has some pretty cool IPs and stuff. I would like to see a revival, and I know they've tried it once before, and I didn't care for it. But I would like. I, I'm hoping third time's a charm. I would like them to try again with Mirror's Edge. Ah, damn it! I had another you, game you had on my list. list. No, I I thought you were going there, and I was like, oh shit, is he about to do it again? And you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mirror's Edge, the first one fantastic oh my goodness it was it was the first game or at least the first major game to incorporate first person parkour into like the main gameplay uh and it was amazing yes at times it was kind of confusing and it took a minute to get used to it but it was fantastic it was a cool experiment and i thought it was great the reboot mirror's edge catalyst who was terrible oh my goodness they tried to make it Instead of instead of the first one that was focused and had a set path for players, they tried to open it up. They tried to have an open world rooftop game, which made no sense to me. Uh, 
and and it it didn't work. The combat was better, I will admit. But ooh boy, um, yeah that the 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 big main the main gameplay core, the uh, the parkour, was changed up just enough to where it felt like they refined it. But man, the way they tried to do the open world, having you going back and forth and forth and back and back and forth around the same rooftops because you're gonna get lost, was absolute ass. And I'm I didn't care for Catalyst. I didn't even finish it. I have the game. And I don't, I didn't, I've never finished it. And I was super excited for this game because the first one was great. And I wanted to show that support that, yeah, Mirror's Edge is a game that we, that we want. But no, not Catalyst. So hopefully, one more, okay? Revive it one more time, EA. Take one more chance with it. And if it doesn't work out, then we just forget Mirror's Edge was a thing. But until then, I would see Mirror's Edge come back. I think that would be, I don't think that would be near like the most popular picks for a revival remake or sequel. But I think it would be on quite a lot of people's list because of how great that first game was. And I know it didn't really work out like you mentioned with the next game in the franchise where they tried to really I think they probably overextended. Yeah, they 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 tried to do too much. Yeah. But uh yeah, man. I I think that's an excellent pick. As for my next pick, this is a sequel or a prequel. To Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, goodness. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's get into this. Then. What are you saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness, too. That game was so big. Do you, guys really, do you guys really need another one? Now, the reason I say I need another one, for one, Rockstar doesn't care about multiplayer for that game, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, they on. care was... so much about GTA. Come on, man. Red Dead, I'm sorry, Red Dead Online was not that good. It's not, uh, it but just, it could have been a lot better than what Rockstar did with it. I mean, yeah, it didn't it feel like they put their full. I'm not saying the developers who are working on it. I'm sure they did a really a, a lot of hard work. I'm saying, yeah. in terms of the publisher giving them the resources to yeah do as much as they can, it felt like Rockstar didn't really put them in the best position. That's what I mean by that. Okay, yeah. And in terms of the story, like, do I need another one? I don't need another one. In terms of, let's go back to before Arthur or Arthur is a teenager and you play as Dutch or something like that. No, I don't need that. I don't need to see more of the Vanderlyn gang. I don't. If you do a prequel, set it away from all those things and have it be just in the same universe in the wild West. Or what I have pitched to my friends a few times now is you do a sequel to basically Red Dead Redemption and have it starring Jack. Marston, and you have him within the World War One era, and literally at that point in time, the Wild West is pretty much dead, and him being like this last outlaw kind of thing. I thought that'd be really cool. So I think there's still a lot of legs to this franchise. Unfortunately, Rockstar just they are taking their as much as I love Rockstar, they take so long to make these games. And it's a little frustrating. I know these games take time to develop and everything, but you see some games where it's like, oh, we got a three-year turnaround, and it's a banger, and nothing really shady happened in development or anything like that, and you're like, Rockstar, what gives? You need 15 years to make another game? All right. Uh, but yeah, man, Red Dead Redemption, whether it be a prequel, a sequel, something, this franchise still has legs. I want to see some more cowboy shit. 
<laughs> all right, hey, all right. I guess Cowboys can still be in. I thought we as a hey man, I've been watching nineteen twenty three. All right, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Yellowstone, but I really like eighteen eighty three and nineteen twenty three so far. So I'm kind of also on the Cowboy kick right now. I'm like, oh, you know what? Okay. And you think Buckshot's gonna be able to get that itch for you? Ooh. But that's weird because isn't Red Dead uh, Redemption two? Isn't it? well. It was kind of a a sequel. Yeah, it was like the third in the franchise. So, yeah, the Red Dead franchise is confusing. Red Dead Revolver was the first one. Yeah, there it is, Revolver, yeah. And it has nothing to do with Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, there are references to Revolver, and it doesn't doesn't seem like they're direct, like, oh, they're canon, or, oh, it's just stories people tell. So I feel like they kept it vague to where they'll mention, like, I think you can be in a campfire in Red Dead Redemption 2, and a character will mention Red Harlow, who's the main character of Revolver, and saying, like, how he was a notorious outlaw back in the day. And then I think there's another reference to, like, it being a story, just like a fictional story. I don't remember what that Easter egg was, but uh, yeah, it's just they keep it a little vague. Don't know if it's actually part of the actual universe or if it's just a fictional thing in that universe. Then Red Dead Redemption One is the tail end of the story. Red Dead Redemption Two is the prequel to it and sets it up. It's very confusing. <laughs> so hopefully, okay, let me hand so a demo to this. So, yeah, what are you going to get with your Red Dead Three or Four? A uh, Red Dead Three or Four, whatever you want to call it. Keep it simple. Whatever you do, don't have it go back again to the Vanderland gang. Have it either be way before and have nothing to do with them, or an actual sequel to Red Dead Redemption. Only ways I think you keep it a little simple for people, because it is a bit confusing, this franchise. Yeah, a bit, yeah. I I would say so. Okay, uh, for me, the next two games that I have, they're uh they're they're EA games again. Uh, again, EA has some great franchises that they're sitting on, and I would like to see them come back. I want to see a revival of Fight Night. You're getting close to my other pick. Oh wow! Uh, I love Fight I Night. Too, yeah. Pick is. yeah, Fight Night. Uh, since we are over an hour, I'm gonna keep it uh pretty short. Fight Night was one of the few boxing games that I truly loved and would play the hell out of. Uh, the last one we had was Fight Night Champion, I think. They had such a unique uh, combat mechanic there too, where you use the, where you could just use the joysticks, or you can use the uh, A B X Y square uh, circle, you know, whichever console you're playing on. It had a and ridiculous like- story mode too, which was something <laughs> I didn't expect in a boxing game, but I appreciated. Yeah, if EA wants to, there's a new Rocky. I mean, new Rocky. There's a new uh, Creed movie coming out. You could have done something with that. You could have had Fight Night Creed. You know, you, you, oh, there was so much you could have done with that. Yeah, Fight Night's awesome. It's probably... How long has it been since Champion? Uh, let's see. Champion came out on April 25th, 2010. Mm, I was about to say it's probably been like 10, 15 years since the last yeah, one. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what it's been. Almost, it's been over 12 years. So it's long. I think it's long overdue for some kind. I know boxing isn't the most popular sport, but I think it's long overdue for some kind of revival. Yeah, but hey, EA, you can get the kids involved now. You can put Logan Paul in there, and you know, I'm shit. 
Yeah, I know, man. I know, but I really, I, I really want a new fight night. And if this, and if that's what's gonna take, I, I well, I can, yeah, I can fight as Frank Gore, knocking out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it was Le'Veon Bell knocking out Adrian Peterson, which I was like, okay, didn't see the fight going that way. All right, yeah. I just, uh, so that'll be even if it's, you know, that's where you can advertise it. You can play as Logan Paul, or you can play as Mike Tyson knocking out uh, Logan Paul. Like, oh yeah, isn't it let's Jake go. Paul? Is it Jake? I thought it was Logan. I think Logan Paul's doing WWE. I think Logan oh Paul's also boxed, but I think he's doing uh I mean, yeah, both brothers were boxing, but I thought... I thought Jake Paul was the one who's been doing most of the boxing. Okay, so it's Jake? Okay, well, there you go. Jake, you, you, you put Jakey Boy in there and, you know, have him on the cover or something. But whatever, EA, bring back fight night. You turned what I thought was like, oh man, this is an excellent pick, and your pitch for it, which is sadly would be realistic for EA. It made it sad. (laughs) (laughs) But as for my next pick, a remake of The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Do you really want a remake? Yes. Yes, I fucking want a remake to this because (laughs) this game is amazing. The visuals are actually still pretty solid to this day. But I think if you put this, I don't know if I want it in the art style of Breath of the Wild, but if you put this in some of the mechanics of Breath of the Wild, oh shit, this is probably the best game ever made. I know I'm exaggerating, but I'm doing it because this game deserves a remake of some sort. Nintendo, for some reason, they have this library of classic games. And I know that you can play some of them now through Nintendo Switch Online and all that stuff, but it feels like for they just for a long time they didn't really want to capitalize off of that. And I'm like, you have this library of you just being able to go, here's a remaster, $40. And me, being the nostalgic dumbass that I am, would go, all right, take my money. Five years later, they do the same thing. All right, I just bought this game, but all right, sure, here's more. So doing a full-fledged remake, I think, would be outstanding. Okay. All right, me personally, I see Oh, I know you never played it. This will give you a chance to play it. it. See, this is why it should also happen. It will give Michael an opportunity and other people like him a chance to play one of the <laughs> best games ever made. All right, what's your final pick? All right, my final pick. Oh, man, once again, it is a EA game. And it's one that I feel was sorely underrated. SSX. They tried rebooting it once way back in PS360 days. But yes, I'm sorry, but I SSX Tricky was the best alternate sports game that was ever made. And yes, I am putting over NFL Blitz and, 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 and Ballers and NBA Jam. SSX was so addictive to me. I was addicted to that game. Oh my goodness. I just loved it. The Run DMC Jam just ran with it no matter what. And, you know, ever since then, I've wanted a new SSS Tricky. SSS Tricky 2, let's go. And they rebooted with uh, SSX back on the PS360 days. Um, Another game from their 2010s. Like, uh, EA tried back in the day. I think the last one was a reboot, SSX. Well, reboot the reboot. Or remake the reboot, gosh darn it. Either way, I want a revival of of SSX. With the way the with the way the way streaming is now, 
people would love to watch uh, people do silly tricks and having fun and making a party with their uh, with with their chat on stream. Of hey, everybody, you could join in. We're doing a a free for all down the slopes. Or since it's like six that's why or seven I think characters. When, I think when State got announced, I think there was a at least when it got announced, a swell of oh shit, this might be like an SSX kind of thing. This might be really fun. And that yeah. game I don't think really lived up to its ex- expectations, but yeah, man, I'm right there with you. Like that I mean, game was awesome game. back in the day. Oh yeah. And I would like to see Or if you're gonna do a remake, remake tricky. Remake SSX Tricky. You don't have to do a reboot. Just, just, just redo that game. Put it on modern consoles, and EA, you will make money. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. SSX is a great game. It is just, and it, for it to be a snowboarding game too, by the way. Yeah, that's the this thing. Is also it was, the it was so fun. Tony, also, Tony Hawk, by the way. So those Tony Hawk Pro Skaters and all that stuff. It was kind of in that era as well, so I think it capitalized off of that. But yeah. at the same time, it was just a really fun game. <laughs> but uh, as for my last pick, I'm going to go with a sequel to a game that is about 10 years old at this point. Ooh. And that's Grand Theft Auto V. Boo. <laughs> I'm being facetious with this pick. You, you couldn't you use know, San Andreas or 3? I don't understand why Rockstar is taking 10 years to make a sequel to GTA 5. Oh, I do, because GTA Online's made them so much money and they haven't really had a desire <laughs> to make a proper sequel and rush it out. But uh, getting my facetious pick out of the way, I just want to be an asshole. My actual pick <laughs> is NFL Street. Wow. Revival. This is what I was talking about earlier. NFL Street is the second best football game ever made, in my opinion. I think NFL Street 2 is probably the best out of that franchise. Yeah. Uh, but it's just something about it just being this arcadey kind of football feel that you kept wanting to come back to. And I yeah. hope, I really hope, that's what 2K is going to be making. Because this game deserves a revival. I think in the in 2022, where... Athletes and NFL athletes are looking to become more marketable and have their own fan bases. I think something like a pickup game where these players aren't in helmets and all that stuff would be really cool. And yes, I know they have something like this on Madden called The Yard. The Yard is not NFL Street. Yeah, no. But that'll about do it for what games should get a revival, a sequel, or a remake um unfortunately we are out of time we went i don't want to say we went too long but we took up quite a bit of time uh sharing our list hopefully it was an enjoyable episode though um let's go ahead and get out of here though because again we're kind of running out of time i want to thank michael for joining me i want to thank anyone for listening in if you enjoyed this episode at all you might want to consider joining our discord Uh, The link is in the description of this very episode. Talk with us about what game you think should get revived or a sequel or whatever. Or some video game news that you want to talk about. What game are you playing? All that kind of stuff. Join our Discord. Let us know. We would love to talk with you. Also, be sure to check out thenerdstash.com for all sorts of news in the world of gaming, movies, television, and so much more. 
We got lists, guides, opinion pieces, you name it, you can find it on thenerdsash.com. We are back from our holiday break. We are going to be having episodes every Friday night from here on out. And next week, we'll probably be talking about some video game news. We promise this time. Um, But we'll see you next week.